Welcome to Inside USF, the podcast, designed especially for faculty and staff across our three campuses. I'm Tom Wolf with University Communications and Marketing. Every other Friday, you'll meet colleagues who are making a positive difference through their commitment to our students and communities, to addressing society's most pressing issues, and to our shared principles of community. Like you, they are helping to make this America's fastest rising public university. Joining me today to talk about supplier diversity at USF is Assistant Vice President Terry Daniel. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you. I'm so glad to be here to talk about uh, this amazing initiative across the, the, the university. So do just that. What is the role of the Office of Supplier Diversity and why is supplier diversity important? So the role of um, me and my team is really to work with all of the different colleges, departments across the university to infuse diverse supplier utilization in our supply chain. And so we do that in various different ways. So we work with um, facilities and construction um, to make sure that there is advocacy from supplier diversity on selection committees. Um, when we are looking at continuing services contracts, um, which are typically competed three years, um, we want to make sure that we are getting the word out to the community that there is an opportunity for them to compete compete for this um, particular uh, contract. Um, and in that, making sure that they have the right tools, the right information, um, and that they are prepared to come to the table with a competitive bid. Um, so we can do that in various ways. Um, we definitely do business development um, appointments where we can bring in suppliers um, and tell them about how USF does business. Right? I was going to say, with as large an institution as we are, to an outsider, if you will, I suspect that at times it feels like a huge maze to work through. <laughs> yeah. Um, it can be challenging, to be honest with you. And so we have really tried to create tools uh, and educational resources to support that um, and to support um, giving businesses the right information about where to go uh, in the university, because you're absolutely right, it can be a maze. With an institution as large as ours, um, you know, if I am a supplier of maybe promotional products, where do I where do I start, right? So recently, we've produced a series of video tutorials that are now on our website um, that uh, our suppliers can take a look at to kind of walk them through the steps of registering even to be a supplier at the university. And obviously, these tools are geared toward our diverse supplier community, but they're good tools for any supplier that's looking to do business with the university. Um, so there are a few different things that um, they do need to do in order to do business with the university. And the first one is registering uh, as a supplier. And that can be, uh, you know, an interesting process. I'll just say that. So we've done these things to make it easier. And we give them step-by-step -step directions on where to go. 
um, what information they'll need to input into the system, um, what to look for as a response to the information that they've put into the system, and then how to get notification of those bid opportunities by providing that information to us. Can you share some examples of USF projects with key supplier diversity components? Yes. Um, You know, I talked about us working with multiple departments across the university um, to make sure that we are infusing um, diverse suppliers into our supply chain. And that's at all levels of uh, of, of our procurement. So very, very low level dollar um, procurement, um, typically done on our purchasing cards or what we refer to as P-card. And those typically fall between a little bit less than $5,000 or anything $5,000 and below. Let me clarify that. But then we also work, um, you know, with our procurement team to make sure Uh, that we are being able to supply a listing of suppliers when there are opportunities that flow through procurement. But I'd like to offer some examples on some of our very large um, construction projects that we also work very, very closely with. So right now we have various large construction projects that you'll see going up around campus, right? Um, So one is the Judy Ginshaft Honors College which is a phenomenal project. We have phenomenal partners that are working on that. Um, Beck Construction, in conjunction with Envision, who happens to be um, a Black-owned business. And um, that project um, is, they're knocking it out of the park. I will just say that. Utilization, uh, I think the goal on that project is about 30%. Um, They are doing... Um, a fantastic job coming alongside the Office of Supplier Diversity. They're reporting their spend to us on a monthly basis, and we are so proud um, of the job that they're doing. Not just the job that they're doing, but how they're impacting the diverse business community by supporting the goals and objectives of supplier diversity at USF. So um, I know that uh, Ryan Toth, uh, who is... Uh, the president and CEO of This Market um, for Bet Construction, uh, and Alan Green, um, senior and junior, who uh, are um, the co-owners, um, presidents of uh, Envision Construction as well, um, really are committed to making a difference uh, in um, many of the diverse-owned businesses across the Tampa Bay region. And so they have made a consorted effort to really reach back uh, and infuse mentorship into this project where they are developing and bringing along other suppliers that will then be able to compete for other larger projects because of the experience that they've received on this project. Um, We're also working with... um, you know, some of the other larger projects, uh, the Wellness Center, which is currently going up um, on the campus as well, on Tampa campus. Um, that's about a $30 million project. And our partners, Bar and Bar Construction and Horace Construction on that, 
um, are doing an upstanding job as well. They also have a mentorship component. That is really, really important to us because we want to make sure that these suppliers that are working on USF projects represent our community, but then they're also really, really receiving um, the support that they need in order to be successful on these projects. Um, And so sometimes that takes a little bit of effort uh, on the part of our direct partners, um, like the Bar and Bar Construction, Horace Construction, um, Envision, Beck, Skanska. Um, But they have all been willing to come alongside us and really make a difference. And that is really what this is all about, is providing opportunity um, for these companies to develop first, and that development then creates growth. You've talked about, obviously, a couple of very significant projects, but you and I have talked in the past, and I recall you saying it isn't just the big projects that matter, and I wonder if you might address that. Yes, Tom, you're absolutely right. It isn't. Um, It really takes all of us to move um, the needle in the direction that we want it to go in. So obviously, the larger projects are very significant to us, but it is really the day-to-day operational spend um, that really helps these suppliers to grow and develop. And so I recently just talked about the continuing services contracts. Those contracts are, um, you know, areas in which we typically use suppliers on a daily basis. So those, those types of contracts support the needs of our students, the needs of our faculty, and the needs of our staff, right? Um, in that, so say for instance, uh, there is a situation that goes on in student housing um, where there may, there may have been a rainstorm and there's an issue with one of the, roo- uh, the roofs on one of the student housing facilities. We have to have contractors that we can call at the drop of a dime that can get to campus that can take care of that issue to support the the safety um, of our students and our faculty and staff. And so that is why these types of contracts are in place. Um, We have them in all different categories. So it could be engineering, it could be electrical, low voltage, high voltage, um, roofing services, um, landscaping. We have all these different contracts, and, so, and a lot of these are smaller dollar value contracts, but they are so important to um, how the campus runs, how the campus continues to be sustainable. Um, you know, and I really believe that our contractors that we are. Um, you know, engaging on the supplier diversity side, they understand the importance of making sure that we have things in place that support our students, faculty, and staff. But then they also understand, and we are really, um, you know, talking to them about the importance of what this type of program means, um, you know, to our business community. And I think that they're catching on now. Um, It took a little bit of time for us to communicate that message and for them to understand this supplier diversity is an imperative for this organization. Um, It impacts the ROI. It impacts, um, you know, we are one of the largest economic drivers 
in the Tampa Bay region, and we have an opportunity to support the growth and development of these diverse-owned suppliers. And so um, it is important for us to make sure that we are sending that message to our supplier community, to our direct supplier community, that may have an opportunity to utilize these diverse suppliers in a subcontracting um, capacity. That is important to the university, and it is very, very important that any contractor that comes alongside us and says, I want to do business with the university, understands that diversity is important to USF. It is important to me as the leader of our supplier diversity initiatives, um, and we want to make sure that they understand that they will be held accountable um, to helping us to meet those goals for utilization. What are you doing to keep diverse suppliers informed of business opportunities, both at USF and throughout the region? So many different things. Um, we have a lot of educational initiatives. So um, we do a lot of workshop sessions. Um, right now, unfortunately, over the last year and a half or so, <laughs> with uh, you know, with COVID and trying to um, rethink how we deliver those services. A lot of them have unfortunately had to be virtual. Um, but we have some. But you're still doing the outreach. Yes, we definitely are. Um, and we actually have committed to strategic partnerships with some other organizations across the Bay Region who also support the diverse business community. So we've established a, we've have established a um, strategic partnership with um, organizations like the Minnesota Black Chamber of Commerce, where we have committed to come alongside them, making sure that we're working with them and their members, their member um, uh, corporations and businesses that are part of the chamber, um, to make sure that we are providing the right programming that they need. So we are working with the director um, there to say, what is it that the business community needs and then let us go back and develop whatever that is. We have so much expertise across the university. So we've been um, very lucky to be able to work with um, the dean at MoMA College of Business, um, um, who has uh, helped us to develop some of the programming. Um, we've been able to work with other parts, um, uh, other faculty and staff, um, some of the marketing team down at the St. Petersburg campus who um, actually infused um, supplier diversity into some of their master student coursework um, a couple of semesters ago and actually provided us with some information that we can take back then and use to further empower um, the business community. But these, still, these things are still happening. We do um, a, a monthly newsletter uh, in which we um, denote upcoming opportunities we make sure that we're featuring um, success stories that are happening with some suppliers. We also talk about other opportunities with partner organizations because we want to make sure that, you know, when you're a business, you don't want to necessarily put all of your eggs in one basket, right? And so um, we work with uh, all of our partners across the Bay Region, Moffitt Cancer Center, who has some amazing projects that are going up right now. Um, they have an amazing supplier diversity director there, Desiree Hansen, who we work with very closely. Um, <clears throat> some of the other 
organizations across the Bay. Um, there's an organization called the St. Pete Collective that we work with as well to make sure that we're pushing this information out. And if there is information that they have, we're putting that also in the newsletter um, on a you know uh, regular basis. When we know that there are upcoming opportunities within the university, we push those out also to our vendor listing to make sure that they are aware that this is an opportunity that they may be able to bid on um, and be infused in that selection process. So there are various different ways that we get that information out to the community. How are you keeping track of supplier diversity efforts uh, within USF? Sure. So um, various different ways. So um, we, we definitely track our spend um, with diverse on suppliers. Uh, and when I first walked into the doors, 20, late 2017, we were about 4.2% utilization. Um, today, we're at about 9.4. Um, so we have increased um, our utilization. And even with COVID um, and a significant decrease in our spend over the last year and a half, we've maintained our level of percentage of utilization of diverse on suppliers. So I'm very proud um, of that. We still have a lot of work to do. I'll be the first one to admit that. Um, and really, to be quite honest with you, we have to have the support of our faculty, our staff, um, our students, and our senior leadership. That is essential to the success of these types of programs. You know, unfortunately, in our office, we don't necessarily have contracts to give away. But we have a lot of information that we can share with suppliers that choose to come alongside us. Um, so it's really an advocacy role. Yes, 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 yes. Absolutely. Um, it's an advocacy role, but it's also an empowerment role, right? Um, because we want to make sure that we can empower these firms with the right information to be successful when they're competing for our opportunities. But it's also a role of allyship, and I think allyship is extremely important when you look at supplier diversity as a whole. Because when I am in a room of uh, members of our team who are making decisions on selections for uh, awarding contracts, that allyship is so important to have around the table. When you have someone in the room that supports your goal, your mission, they understand the capabilities that you bring to the table. Um, you know, that is important to say, listen, this is a great company. They can handle this work. They can bring value to the university. Um, and we should be making sure that we're considering all of these firms, um, not just the ones that we may be a little bit more familiar with. And so um, I will just say that um, our team has been very receptive you know, to that. Um, we have had some really great conversations. Um, I do think that um, we still have a little bit of work to do, but I will just say the people that I have worked with across this university, I think they understand. I think they get it. Uh, and I think all of them have shown me um, that they are committed to moving this initiative forward. So, you know, I have to say thank you to especially our facilities team, um, who we work with literally on a daily basis to make sure that we are doing the right things to infuse diversity um, even further into our supply chain. You have a new partnership, an exciting partnership, with the construction company Skanska. 
Talk about that. Yes, we do. And Tom, I'm so extremely excited uh, about this partnership. We are actually launching the first cohort of our USF Supplier Diversity Mentor Protege Program uh, in conjunction with Skanska. And um, Skanska is currently uh, helping us build our new research park facility. Uh, and they are knocking it out of the park. It has been an amazing project. Um, currently, I think in our last OAC meeting, I heard about 34% utilization. Um, the goal on the project was about 25 to 30%, and they have exceeded that so far. So we're looking forward to that continuing to grow. But um, Skanska... I guess uh, kind of heard me talking <laughs> about we wanted to do this. Um, they had some programming that they had done previously. So we really um, put our heads together, came up with this concept, and they have just beautifully come alongside um, to support. And so our first cohort has been selected. Um, we have, I think right now, about 13 firms, 13 to 15 firms that will be participating. We didn't want to make it so large um, because we wanted to make sure that these firms had the, um, the attention that they needed um, to support the growth and development of their firms. And so it is an eight-week program um, where these firms will be infused in many different areas of um, education. So it could be environmental, health and safety, uh, marketing, um, you know, all of these different areas that help support um, the construction industry. And they are construction-focused firms. Um, the only thing that we wanted is to, we wanted to give this opportunity to any firm that wanted to, but the only stipulation that we did have was they would have to be in business for one year. And so basically what we have done is infused um, uh, educational content from Skanska. We have also infused edu uh, educational content that will be provided from some of the um, professors, uh, faculty of USF MUMA College of Business. And um, within that eight weeks, they are going to get, oh, my gosh, so much amazing uh, information that will help them to grow and develop their firms. Additionally, they will each be receiving a scholarship for a financial, um, uh, it's an intense financial um, program that will help them to look at the owner of the, of the firm, to actually look at their financials um, and give them strategy around how to maneuver that and how to grow their finances as well. I think that that program is over $1,000 for each firm, so we are supporting the cost of that. Um, they will also come out of this with um, the opportunity to compete on you know, specific USF uh, projects. And then additionally, they will receive a mentor. And that ment they'll actually be receiving two mentors. So they'll receive a mentor from the Skanska side of their operations to help infuse them in um, actual live construction site, um, you know, uh, capability to understand what it's like to 
you know, be on that live construction site? What should I expect? How do I work in this specific environment? What are the safety uh, things that are required of me as a firm that's working on a live construction site? Um, and Skanska is taking the lead on that. But then additionally, they will be given uh, a mentor from USF Mooma College, a master student mentor from USF Mooma College of Business. Um, and I have to say kudos to the dean who, when I approached him about this, he was just, I, I don't know, I think he says yes to everything. <laughs> I just absolutely love uh, Dean Moaz and uh, you know, he was very much on board to support these firms um, from a mentorship perspective. So, so, Terry, there's a student component to this, oh, which yeah. will be great, yeah. obviously, for career development for the students. Yes, yes. Um, and so and that's just, you know, another component of this that we are excited about. Obviously, when we think about supplier diversity, we just think about um, – you know, a minority supplier getting a contract. There is so much more to supplier diversity than that. Um, you know, and I talked about we track our spend, we track our utilization, which is definitely one of the indicators um, of a program that is growing. But that is definitely not the indicator that you should just be focused on. There are so many different components of growth, development, uh, and support that these firms can receive if a supplier diversity is done right, right? And if you have the support of your senior leadership that trickles down into the other parts of an organization to support the growth and development of that particular program. And so um, we're excited about it. Uh, this mentorship program, like I said, is the first, uh, we hope, of many cohorts. Um, we are so grateful to Skanska, Tracy Hunt, um, and his team over there. Um, and uh, we are looking forward to a very, very successful program with these firms. And I think that you'll probably be hearing more about that. Excellent. Pre-COVID, your office sponsored an annual supplier diversity fair in the fall. What about this fall? Yes. And both what are your plans, but also what does the fair offer? Why should folks attend it? Sure. So unfortunately with COVID, we have had to um, significantly restructure uh, our supplier diversity day is what we call that. And um, typically we have about 400, maybe 450 uh, in attendance. It's, it's a, it has typically been an amazing day where we connect the diverse firms in our community um, to USF uh, partners, um, faculty and staff who actually make purchasing decisions on behalf of the university. So these firms have booth space, and um, we invite all of our members across uh, USF who have purchasing authority on behalf of the university to come in to meet these firms, to get their information, to hear about what they do. Um, so in the instance that there is an opportunity for them to purchase anything from them, and I'm telling you, we have a myriad of suppliers that do everything that you can potentially think of. Um, we have them there so that they can engage, so we can physically see them, physically touch them, physically understand the impact of the decisions that we're making as USF faculty staff um, and even some of our student, our student body. And so... Um, we, unfortunately, with COVID, um, have had to change that. 
So this year we will be hosting that event, but unfortunately we have had to move it to a virtual event. That's an Um, interesting challenge. Oh, gosh. And we're still working through it, um, to be quite honest with you, Tom. Um, You know, I know we've already selected a date. I think we've landed on October 29th for that. But we're still figuring out what that looks like. And um, it will definitely not be uh, the uh, in-person event that we've had before. But there will be a component of that. And so we're hoping to have... Um, Supplier Diversity Day come back in its full capacity in 2022. Terry, what is the role of faculty and staff in supplier diversity? Wow, that is a great question. Um, Faculty and staff have such an important role in supplier diversity, whether they think so or not. They are the frontline community to the support of our students. And it is so important that our faculty, our staff, um, those who have administrative um, support uh, that works with them and for them to champion supplier diversity. We have the ability to literally change the lives of these suppliers that want to do business with USF, that have made a decision to move into entrepreneurship Um, and want the support of an organization like USF to help to grow and sustain their firms. So, you know, a lot of times we hear, oh, I only purchase uh, a few pens or pencils, or I only purchase, you know, very small. I might do some catering services or things like that. Think about the impact that you will have individually as a member of our faculty or staff if you actually just think about maybe can I purchase this from a diverse supplier and how that can change the trajectory of what they do on a daily basis. Um, Outside our obligation to that as one of the largest drivers, uh, economic drivers in the Tampa Bay region, it's the right thing to do. We want to make sure that we're impacting our local and diverse owned suppliers here, right here in our community. And what better way to do that than to support them by supporting their businesses, supporting them by maybe um, getting um, catering services or ordering promotional products and all of these different things. And, you know, a lot of times they say, oh, well, I don't know where to go to find these particular suppliers. Well, I was just I was just going to ask about resources for faculty and staff. Yeah. So we definitely can help with that. We have a listing on our website of diverse owned suppliers. We've categorized that listing um, by area. So if you're looking for a caterer, if you're looking for um, vendors that can support landscaping or, um, you know, if you're hosting an event, they can, you know, we have vendors that can support the setup and breakdown of that event. They can support all of these different scopes of services that you may need. So I would encourage you to just visit our website. Um, It is just uh, usf.edu slash OSD for Office of Supplier Diversity. Um, There is, like I said, there is a vendor listing there. There are tutorials there um, to help our vendors understand how to do business with us. Um, You can schedule an appointment to meet with a member, me or a member of my team, 
Um, if we can support individual faculty, students, or staff, we are certainly there to do that. Just reach out to us and let us know, um, you know, that you want to maybe schedule some time to talk about how you can even, um, you know, move supplier diversity forward within your particular college or department. We are certainly open to having that conversation and can really give you some strategies and some ways that you can do that to come alongside. But faculty and staff are essential to the success of this program because this is what is supporting the the. Um, diverse utilization across our university. We have over 15,000 employees. We have over 2,000 employees that have P cards or purchasing cards. And if you can imagine, even if you spent $100 with a supplier on a monthly basis, 2,000 of you, that's $200,000 in a month. If we just get one person in our faculty and staff spending $100. There's also perhaps the word of mouth advertising when a faculty or staff member can say to a colleague, I worked with so-and-so and and they delivered. They've been great. Yeah. Yeah. Word of mouth is, I, I happen to have a degree in marketing and we've always learned that word of mouth is the best source of advertising that a firm can have. And so if you have used um, a diverse owned supplier that happens to be on our listing. Um, let somebody else know about it. Say, hey, think about trying, you know, XYZ firm for whatever it is. Um, because then what happens is they start growing the business that they're doing within USF. Uh, and that can significantly impact them as well. But let me say on the flip side of that, say, for instance, <clears throat> that you may not have had uh, a stellar experience with a diverse on supplier because it happens. Um, it happens with diverse suppliers and suppliers that are majority owned suppliers as well. Let me just say, offer them grace. Offer them grace. Give them another chance. Communicate to them what the issue was, and give them the opportunity to correct it. All of us need grace at some point in our lives. And so um, I would just say that um, we have the ability to impact people by our decisions. I was going to say, so much of this is about vendors and firms, but people make up vendors and firms. Yes, Yes. Um, And it's so important. Sometimes we can be so harsh (laughs) on people because they may make one mistake. But switch places with them for just a moment and think about if that was you, how you would want someone to deal with you. So I would just say thank you for, um, you know, listening to um, and about supplier diversity because it really is more than just tracking a number of utilization. This is about literally changing the lives of people right here in our community. And we all play a huge role in that. Great information. Thanks so much for joining me. Thank you so much for having me. It was my pleasure. Thanks to all of you for listening. 
We welcome your ideas for future episodes. Please visit MyUSF or directly at usf.edu slash insideusf to share your suggestions. Special thanks to our production team at WUSF Public Media. Our theme music, a song called Black Bucket Stomp, is courtesy of Jack Wilkins, director of jazz studies in our School of Music, and comes from his CD, The Blue and Green Project, on Summit Records. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast. You can find us on MyUSF or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Copyright 2021, the University of South Florida.